Good morning. Dave and Doreen, along with Marcus, the morning KLH. Let's welcome our Green and Gold Insider co-host, Wilde and Tausch on ESPN Radio, and three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, Jason Wilde. Welcome to the broadcast. How you doing, Jason? I am outstanding. How are you guys? We're doing, we're doing great. Congrats on picking the Packers to win that game. Yeah. That was very... I mean, you were like the only person that went out on the limb. You did that last Thursday, but... I also want to congratulate you on getting Matt LaFleur to emote because <laughs> uh, it's not usual. I mean, we've yeah. seen all these things about Mike McCarthy last week and how emotional he can be. And you really, in the postgame, got LaFleur to kind of tear up a little bit. I don't know if that was your goal, but I think it uh, might have been. I'd be lying if I said that was not my goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he said that he got. Uh, it was hard for him to contain his emotions during uh, when he came into the locker room after the win. And uh, as soon as he said that, of course, uh, my mind started clicking about, all right, how, I got to ask him more about this. I got a text from a buddy of mine who works for the team. Uh, and all he said was, I am sure you are completely proud of yourself right now. <laughs> and I responded with, I am. I am very proud of myself. Yes, thank you. All right. Were you surprised at how many Cowboys fans were there? I know Marcus was in attendance, as you know, because mm-hmm. I'm sure he texted you at least once or twice at the game. But yeah, I, I don't leave me alone. <laughs> I, don't, uh-huh. I don't remember listening or watching a game and hearing so many fans of another team at Lambeau. Yeah, it was. Uh, and, and look, I am not in any way going to judge people who have season tickets and if they're able to make some money on the secondary market that helps them pay for their season tickets. I'm not here to crush them for that. Quite frankly, the Packers have created this. I am a huge loyalist to Bob Harlan, the previous president. Uh, I feel like they have had opportunities to not raise ticket prices, and they have. I understand if you have a waiting list as long as you do, Mm -hmm. that you can do whatever you want with your prices, but... This is the unintended consequence. I know a lot of season ticket holders that look for opportunities to sell high that allows them to pay for what they think are higher-priced season tickets than they're willing to pay for. So this is the, this is the byproduct. You end up with opposing fans who, because you're under no obligation to sell your tickets to another Packers fan as right. much as you'd like to. You sell it to the person who's willing to pay. And a lot of times those are obviously out-of-town fans. Well, and, you know, it didn't help that they had just come off that, or they were, you know, five losses losses in a row. row. And if you had the opportunity to sell it to someone that was going to give you the money, absolutely. All right, let's talk Christian Watson a little bit. In the beginning of the game, we were like, why? Why are you throwing (laughs) to him again? And then by the end of the game, he was everybody's favorite player and hero. How was it to talk to him? Yeah, and he was obviously really excited. He's had quite a rookie season uh, and even dating before that. So he had knee surgery after the off-season program ended, so he ended up missing a chunk of training camp. We all remember, other than Christian, who says, I don't even know what play you were talking about, mm-hmm. him dropping the very first play of the season, which should have been a 75-yard touchdown, mm-hmm. missed three games with a hamstring injury, missed a game with a concussion, got hit really hard where they thought he got another concussion, but it turned out he didn't get another concussion, but he still missed the rest of that game. And then obviously dropping two passes on the first drive. Like they're, they're, that's pretty hard to do yeah. when you do that to start a game. And yet he obviously came back, did the backflip on the touchdown uh, celebration. Um, it was interesting, though, because Aaron Rodgers 
he's just he's becoming a little bit of a curmudgeonly old man. <laughs> um, somebody asked him, you know, wh- what did it say that you went back to Christian after the two drops on the opening drive? And he said, well, we had a lot of plays designed for him, so I didn't really have a choice. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I'm glad it worked out for you then. Mm-hmm. Man. But speaking of that, Aaron sure the heck wasn't happy with the last possession at the end of regulation, but it did seem, however, that something you had talked about a week or two ago was that if you stick to the game plan, things will work out well. It seemed like Aaron stuck to the game plan for much of the game. Yeah, but I appreciate you buttering me up with that. Yes, <laughs> I would agree that he, you know, he threw 20 passes. Like, it's, it's easy to think he did more in terms of actually throwing the ball because, you know, Christian Watson's touchdowns were 58, 39, and 7 yards. Aaron Jones had the other touchdown run. You know, Rodgers was 14 out of 20. Didn't turn the ball over, but stuck to the game plan. They ran the ball 30-plus times. As far as that thing late, though, again, it was it's really interesting. Like, he's almost at this point where I'm just going to say whatever the hell I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Domofsky from ESPN.com asked him, you know, it looked like you were pretty mad there at the uh, end of regulation. What were you mad about? And he said, just every single play call. Wow. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no filter, man. But uh, And, and LaFleur, interestingly enough, came in and basically said, you know, that he was too conservative and that his players bailed him out. So I guess he agreed with Aaron's assessment. And, and But again, I would personally say that I'm not sure that it's okay to yell at your coach in that manner, and LaFleur lets him do it because LaFleur has very little ego, it appears. And so it was. It worked out fine in the end. But, yeah, that was – I saw that, and I was like, holy smokes, I can't believe he just did that. Was it okay, though, that McCarthy threw his headset down at the <laughs> – like, if he could – I mean, though obviously your headsets probably don't break like you say your iPad, but that was a pretty angry <laughs> toss. Yeah, he was mad. Yeah, he was very frustrated. And, and look, they, they – as good as this win is for the Packers and as desperately as they needed it, um, I would say the Cowboys certainly helped them with that, right? I mean – you know, Dak Prescott, I did not think, played very well. Right. Uh, I thought McCarthy was, was, for all the times that on this very program, after a playoff loss, we would talk about how he was conservative and he doesn't take chances. He, he went for it on fourth down when I wouldn't have gone for it. Like, he was bold, and I thought in a couple of those instances, it really backfired on him. Jason, they, they obviously gave Christian Watson multiple chances, maybe because Aaron had no choice. But they do have a choice on whether Amari Rogers stays with a team. What do you think? Well, they definitely chose not to have him return punts anymore. I, I think, you know, they, they showed a clip, because um, I have my iPad going with the game on it while the game is going on in front of me in the press box, and they showed uh, Rich Passaccia, my second favorite older Italian guy, <laughs> and and he, it was almost like his son had disappointed him. Like, he has stood by, he's the special teams coordinator, for those that don't right. know. He has stood by Amari Rogers. Amari Rogers had fumbled four times. And then not only did he lose that fumble at a critical juncture, but remember, he, he caught another punt with his face mask initially. Yeah. And then and gathered it in. So, you know, this happened to him last year during his rookie season. Like, I think he's a talented kid. I think he's an extremely conscientious kid. I think everybody on that coaching staff really, really likes Amari Rogers 
the the person. I think they they gave him more chances than he probably deserved, and they are fortunate that that did not cost them their sixth straight loss. But they had to do something else. Like you, you just you can't. No matter how good the kid is, you cannot allow him to put your team in that much jeopardy. And I don't know where they go from here. He's a third round pick. Goody's all, almost all of Goody's third round picks have been bad. Uh, and this appears to be another mistake there. So uh, Rogers, Aaron Rodgers doesn't want him on the field on offense. Now he's not returning punts, so he's running out of responsibilities to have on the roster. Does All he right. play defense? <laughs> Maybe he does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I have to ask you about this week's schedule. The Tennessee Titans already on Thursday. What are they doing this week? They're back at Lambeau today. Uh, they'll have kind of an, a, a walkthrough style practice just to kind of make some corrections, do a workout to try and get their bodies uh, rejuvenated. And then on Wednesday, they'll have a walkthrough again like they would the day before a game, and then they're back at it on Thursday. I, look, I, I spend a lot of time around these guys. Some of them I like a lot. Some of them I like a little bit less. But I still think Thursday night football is such a perilous thing to do in a game. It's, this isn't the NBA. This isn't Major League Baseball. Uh, it's... This is not the same as having a back-to-back in the NBA, which, by the way, you see coaches load-manage guys all the time because of those types of situations. Mm -hmm. But the NFL, turn around and play two games in five days. I think they need to go to two bye weeks during the season, and you should have your bye before you play on Thursday night football. I don't foresee that happening until they go to 18 games, if at all. But, yeah, this is tough. This is Packers are lucky you know, for all their injury problems that they had, and they have had a ton of them. They actually came out of yesterday pretty much unscathed. They don't have to travel. Tennessee's the team that has to travel. So they're pretty – it's still a challenging deal, but they're at a pretty good spot compared to where they could have been. All right. Thank you very much for the insight, Jason. We'll talk to you later in the week. We'll actually talk to you on game day on Thursday. Game day, and I can see if I can predict a game correctly for the second week in a row, which doesn't happen very often. (laughs) I hope it's a win. That's all that matters. All right, everybody take care. Be good. You too. Jason Wildey, co-host of Wildey and Tausch on ESPN Radio, three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, and brought to you this morning by First Choice Heating, your first choice in comfort, and by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solutions for chronic joint pain, qckinetics.com. Jason Wildey.